Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. God, it's early. It's, and it's my fault. I really only... And this, but this is dedication to um, continuing doing podcasts. This is accountability. Yeah. In action. You know, sometimes you have to do an early morning. I said, Chris... There's one time I can do it's 8 a.m. Friday. And that just goes to show as well, like, how fast a week will just flow by on me. Mm. And I won't even realize, oh, didn't record. Like, because we had an opportunity to record on a Tuesday. We didn't do that. That's what we've been doing. Yeah, we have. Twice. But that's what we've been doing. That's what we do. That's our routine. That's our routine. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, and then it was like, okay, well, then it's not going to happen, I guess. But I was still like, it's the same week. But I was like, no, Friday is our last chance. Yeah, because if you haven't noticed, our drop day is Saturday morning. <laughs> the perfect <laughs> podcast time. It's so Also, crazy. did we do something illegal last week? So I was talking to Chloe Swarbrick, who was doing a monologue at Snort. Brag, brag, brag. At last, the show on Friday. Uh, last Friday, because our episode was dropping, and I... It's a last ditch ever from Chloe. Yeah, I'd be like, I'll get those improv fans. <laughs> she, she literally said it. She did it. She was like, this is the last thing I can legally do. And then I was like, oh, don't worry. We've got our podcast coming up um, tomorrow, and we and we are greens, greens, greens all over the podcast. And she was like, it's probably illegal <laughs> to release it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so we maybe broke some laws. Well, what are you going to do? Arrest us? Please, Please don't. don't. Cue theme song. Sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the mail game. They're both male, and they're both gay. The mail game. Welcome along to this week's episode of The, the Male Gaze. I'm your co-host, Chris Parker. And I'm also here, Eli Matthewson, <laughs> reporting for Judy. Attention. Um, what's your morning routine? Um, okay, same. Yeah, I, actually, same order every morning. Because I would say, I was at a... Because you were like, I'll be here at eight. And I was yeah. like, that is going to be a sprint for me to be like presentable by eight. Yeah. But you were like, I'll be already at yours at eight. Yeah. So what's the routine? Okay. The alarm goes off. Beep, 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 beep. What is that? 650. That's the seaside one. It's Sam's alarm usually. And it is, I think, just the one that came with the iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Yeah, whatever that one is. Isn't that crazy, that feeling when you, I guess you don't pick your theme song. You don't even have like a little song? No. I used to, when I was on radio, I I used my watch. A silent vibrate so it wouldn't wake Sam up. On the wrist. On the wrist. So you sleep with your watch on. Yeah, and then it wakes you up quietly. I don't know if I feel like the idea of sort of a vibration waking me up. It was quite ge- it's quite nice. I'd just be like, what's biting me? Or like it would do something to my brain while I was in that yeah. lucid state. So that's the old me anyway. So New me. So bog standard alarm. Like a, a jarring jolt. Yeah, yeah. At what time? 6.50. 13 to 7. Yeah, you Logic. got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know 650 in 24 hour time The logic there being 
It's in the sixes, but it's uh, it's earlier than seven. Yeah, exactly. It's before seven, but not really. Yeah, you know, that's what I do as well sometimes. Yeah. So Sam gets up, gets in the shower. I make us two eggs on toast and the coffee. You're doing this as a team. Yeah, we do this as a team. Gosh. Michael and I are like, we're not enemies, but we're certainly not on the same team in the morning. We're, He'll present me a coffee, though. Oh, that's nice. Present yeah. you a coffee? Yeah. My liege. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> um, I mean, that's kind of me. I bring the t- two eggs, a little bit of sriracha sauce, and two coffees. And then basically once Sam is done with the shower, he comes out and I've got breakfast or AM show, depending on what reception is working on our TV. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you watch a bit of morning. Watch break. a bit of morning telly. And that's work for you? That's work Yeah, a little bit of work. A little bit of work. And it means that like, because like, sometimes I'll go to the office and like Ryan will be leaving and I'll be like, great show. <laughs> That's good, and it gives you that little interpersonal offer. It does. I see, I love a bit of morning breakfast TV, but we're not a TV household. Yeah, I, I'm like, where is it? <laughs> not here. Yeah. Yeah, we, there are a couple of us, there's, 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 there's certain people in this relationship that don't like having a TV, mm. and there are some that grew up with one, yeah. and it was always on. But I can understand it's like jarring to have like adverts and things blasting at you early in the morning. Early in but the But I day. used to love... That's why I like staying in a motel sometimes because I'll. Same, I'm like TV on, whatever movie's on. I'm it's just watching. me in bed with an instant coffee, looking straight into Maddie McLean's eyes. Yeah, the Breakfast Morning presenter. Whatever. For I... our international viewers. <laughs> Google them. Google them. Uh, <laughs> if I'm ever in a motel or a hotel, I always end up watching the like Transformers Four. You know, like, and I'll just be like, "Yeah, pop it on." <laughs> it's <laughs> heaven, isn't it? It's heaven. I'm going to use four towels and watch Transformers. Yeah. So okay, six fifty eggs together. AM show together. Sam leaves. What time? He leaves about just before eight, maybe ten to eight. Okay. Lucas, as you're a little like, oh, I've got to go, I've got to go. Or yeah. Is it like, perfect. Everything's running to schedule. Um, no, no. Usually he's he's well on time. Then I've got. I mean, does he take public transport to work or does he drive? He drives. That's hard not a to bad get, thing. Hard to, no? Well, yeah. he's he's across the bridge. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's then, going over to the shore. So he's heading. Oh no, because the traffic comes no, the other he's, way. He's actually the opposite of traffic. Isn't that crazy? Living pretty. I, I had to drive across the bridge the other morning for a job. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, look at all these people coming this way on the bridge. What's their deal? Go on the other side and come the other way because there's no cars on the side. And we'll be on, you'll be on an opposite traffic trajectory. Yeah, I mean, what you're asking people to do is literally get a different job that probably would require, <laughs> you know, maybe no, but if you go back to the- school. <laughs> oh, you're true. There are jobs on, in the city. In the city, Isn't yeah. that amazing how many people's job is in the city? Yeah, that also that's blew. why they call it actually the Central Business District. Well, they're actually trying to stop that, I remember. I once did a um, thing about the city, and like because so many people live in the city, yeah. they don't like it being called the Central Business District because they're like, it's my home here. It's the Central Living District. <laughs> it's, it's the Central Slay District. I've oh got incredible... <laughs> I love your CSD. <laughs> Um, then the remaining hour. Oh, so you have another hour after Sam leaves well, at 8 o'clock, 10 to 8. Yeah, I mean, technically, because I... Start work at 9. Yeah, and I live pretty close. The only bridge you're going over? Bloody Newton Bridge. Yeah. If, I, if I'm going to cycle, and I should do that mostly, but I sometimes don't. Uh, How often I, don't you do? I haven't really been doing it at all. I've been doing it like maybe <laughs> once a week at most. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's one day. But I, if, if, yeah. you, if I was doing something one day a week, I would be saying it's my whole personality. Yeah. I'm eating plant-based almost entirely now except for the weekends. So that's something I'm doing for the planet. Thank you very much. That's amazing. Um, and, but the, that hour... Oh, we've got to get into that afterwards. That's really shook me. Yeah, sorry. 7.50 to 8.50. Ultimately, I, sometimes I'm like, I don't Mastered know where it eight. goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. It's on your phone. I put on music. Yeah. I'm putting on Troye Sivan's album. 
we'll get into shower, that. Shower, really like taking Oh, so you haven't time. showered yet. That's interesting. I haven't showered Well, that's yet, where yeah. all your time goes. Yeah, and shower. I'll probably try on a few outfits. I'll pre-pack a gym bag that I ultimately will not use and <laughs> then yeah. and then often run back in and out of the house as I forget my keys, my swipe card, my lunch. And then you'll cycle or drive to work depending and then you're in the door. Hi, Ryan. Great morning show this morning. That's Plant myself down. Yeah, that's interesting. And sometimes call... Uh, Melissa, Melissa Lee and David Seymour on the same day, which I did. Both their numbers on my phone. Wow! If you want, if you ever want to, ever want to get in touch with with D Seymour or Melissa Lee, I actually don't want to get in touch with D Seymour at all. Yeah, fair enough. I yeah, I, I would say my mornings are just so there's like no set routine in a sense. Yeah, but I've been tra- oh. There's been a bit of a routine. I've been seeing a trainer Mondays and Wednesdays. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, at, I've seen you there sometimes. Yes, that's at 8 a.m. Mm. And so I've got to be at the gym by 8. But yeah. that is a, I'm like, we got a deadline, we got to go, we got to move, you know? Yeah. And so I'll get up at 7. Can you describe to me your relationship with your trainer? He's uh, hot, I'll say it. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, but looks almost like... We have different body shapes. Like, I'm soft and squishy. He is like a... Human triangle. Yeah, he is. And he just looks like type A of what I would consider a personal trainer to look like. I think there should be some kind of outreach program for gay men to deal with, honestly, some of the straightest people they'll ever come across, which is their personal trainers. He is Sicilian. I call him my Sicilian trainer. Very cool. Um, He is, yeah, like so broad. I find at Les Mills, what I found from my experience signing up there is Mm. that you don't get to peruse the trainers like it's very it's like getting a therapist you'd like i don't know oh did you just kind of ask for a trainer i said yeah can i get a trainer well i was new there yeah i was like i've got to get a trainer <laughs> excuse me i'm new here i'm new here <laughs> excuse me i'm new here i need a personal trainer and then they were like oh yeah one will be in contact with you just one just any wow. got a text from christian canata oh <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say. Yeah, I mean, it. it's a promo. Yeah, you could yeah. find him on. You could literally find him on the Lee's Mills website. Yeah, or if you want him, just walk in and say, "I'm new here," and he <laughs> will get in touch. And well, he just texts me the next day. Hey, let's meet eight a.m. And I was like, "Let's go!" And then just I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Every morning he starts up with, "How's your day been going?" And I say. Not a lot has happened because it will be 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he has said that every morning since I've started seeing him. And you're like, my day has been a roughly 20 minutes so far. Yeah, like, <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, anything anything going on? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always a real struggle. Yeah. And a real pinch point of like vulnerability for me around like a bit of a quiet patch, you know, and just being like, what's going on for you? And you're like, nothing. Please stop asking me that question. Waiting for the phone to ring, bro. <laughs> I check my emails constantly. And then he will, um, yeah, and then we'll just sort of, Work out, and he'll ask me about comedy, um, and he'll sort oh, of. So he knows. Uh, did you not, try and avoid talking about it, or yes. did he? Or did he already know? No, he was like, "What do you do?" Yeah, I was like, "I do comedy," and he's like, "Oh, like what kind?" And I'm like, "Sort of stand up, and I do TV stuff." He's like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, yeah, like where would you do your shows? And I was like, um, "I did it at the Kitty Tagana Theatre." <laughs> <laughs> it's like being so shy. <laughs> I was like, so he's like, oh, where's that? I was like, kind of like where like Altair Center is. And he was like, you could see him being like, that's a really big space. Yeah. But he was like, oh, I like, didn't really look into it. And then he's thinking, he's thinking, okay, so I need to train him to look good from the back the of back, Kitty Takanoa. Yeah, because from, from the back, you've got <laughs> so to make everything bigger. Yeah, he's thinking of the exercises that are going to get you there. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got you define the legs. You got to define the shoulders because otherwise it's a blob. And then do you remember when you used to do like Andrew and they're like when you paint your face for oh the, my god it has to be bigger and you're for the back thick lead. <laughs> I just like these. I drew so many like wings on my eyes, and someone yeah. made me draw my eyebrows in blue once because they're like you've got to paint for the back. They've got to see your eyebrows no, in the I, back. I definitely used blue eyeliner because they were like that picks up on the light. That picks up on the light. Yeah, I was like, no, this is so stupid. Anyway, so then we uh, we just sort of chat, and he sort of pushes me through things. He talks to me through dating. Um, wow. his his or his yours? dating. He's his... always dating. He's wow. always like on these dates, and he'll like go to like he went to the classic. And now he saw some comedians at the classic, and I was like, wow. describe them, and he's they, he had like mixed reviews, and oh. I didn't know who they were. I couldn't work it out. Yeah, but he didn't know who they were either. Yeah, and then he, you know, it's just like amazing hearing about like, you know, heterosexual dating. Visceral to know that when I have a bad gig, there might be a personal trainer in the on a date explaining it to their clients for the rest of the week. <laughs> I know, just being like, this guy kind of came out, thought he was hot shit, and he just sort of panned it around for 15 minutes and didn't really talk about anything. Yeah. Whatever, you know, that's like that's the brutal review back. Wow. Um, but he's pretty creative with his dates. Like, you know, he, like he's sort of... Different things different all the time. Different things. I was like, wow, you're really sort of doing that. That's Go you. What sort of um, rest periods are you clocking? Because that, to me, is, is mm. kind of crucial. Really? Yeah, well, well, I used to do kind of like two-minute rest periods in between each exercise, but I was training with uh, Fred of the Pod Leon. Getting a lot of shout-outs, actually. So you'd <laughs> be many. kind of swapping in and out. So there wasn't mm. as much time to maybe fill with conversation because one of you's always going. Yeah, we're probably doing this, oh, like, maybe less than, like, around two minutes and under, but yeah. it's, yeah, and it's it's hard. Like, mm. you need help sometimes. <laughs> you do need help. You need, like, conversation starters. This should be a program. You need to try. You need to. I'm saying outreach. Trainer. Like I'm just like, what the hell? Like, mm. and that is that is the kind of um, allyship we're talking about. Those kind of inter, those connections between the queer community and the straight, and the community, straight community is like it's actually that crossroads happens in personal training sessions. Yeah, and that's beautiful actually. It's gorgeous, but it's on their space. Well, yeah. I don't know. Who does the gym belong to? The straights or the gays? Well, you know that personal trainers rent the gym. Is that what, like... Yeah, like hairdressers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which that space belongs to the gays. It belongs to Les. <laughs> <laughs> but where does this, like, is, this, is a gym a straight place or a gay place? Um, In terms of who's sort of on the back foot there. Yeah. Because I would say yeah. gay men often have this, um, and I'm guilty of, I'm guilty of this too, um, of walking into that space being Brave. like... <laughs> Of walking into that space and being like, oh God, like it's all just straight men in here. And like, I feel so like inadequate. But I would say, honestly, there's so many gays there. There's so many gays And you're there. not even going to the gayest one. Exactly. But even at the gayest one, I do feel like, yeah, as a gay, as a gay person and seeing other gay people, you, you do walk around like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, but you're like, you're the majority there. Like yeah. you're running this, who run the world? The gays, gays. in the gym, you know? Yeah. And I also think a little bit, don't you think going to the gym is so gay? Like, I just keep seeing these straight guys. Like, when I go to the bathrooms or whatever, there's always, like, straight guys with their shirts off in the changing rooms, shirts off, and just, like, looking at their own bodies the way I would look at, like, Chris Hemsworth. I know. You know, I did I did a bit about this in my show because I found out about it through TikTok. Actually, Sam th- found out about it through TikTok but explained it to me, that when, ga- when, when uh, and this is a straight person thing, to work out in, like, a hoodie... The reason they're doing that is called pump cover, and it means that when you take off your hoodie, like yes. your muscles, like 
the difference will seem greater because you haven't seen the gradual growth. So, you, you know, it's like a nice little treat. But when they it's look cooked. at it, are they like, what are they thinking? I'm such a man. Or are they like, fuck, I look hot. Because that's so gay, don't you think? I, I need to understand the psychology behind that. Do you think they have no internal monologue? Because one of our only straight male friends has no internal monologue. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> he knows who he is. And he's thinking to himself right now, nothing, because he has no internal monologue. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> not even thinking anything. It's just silence. Because that's to me, maybe they just are entranced. But, maybe there's nothing. And when they see like another dude, with like, because we're not like this is the easy. These are the easy rules around being gay. Mm. Is that when we see our own bodies, we're like, yes, that looks like the bodies we want to have yeah. sex with. I guess, yeah, or yeah, yeah. like, and when we see someone who's got lots of muscles or whatever, or like got a a, a body that we think you know has been worked on. Yeah, you're like, damn, they're looking like it's so easy to like, like objectify yeah. them. But yeah. how do the straight men navigate that? Well, I mean, we've if, got to get a straight man on. Wouldn't there be? Groundbreaking for this podcast, <laughs> like science almost. This is a call out. Yeah, <laughs> if you are a straight man, but if you're open to having these discussions, yeah, and you need to answer. But you've got to be a gym straight, which yeah. um, is a term we've got to um, reference. The wonderful James Mustavik for line of the season on celebrity to have a gym gay and a gym straight is just <laughs> phenomenal. Because I do know non gym straights. Yeah, plenty. But to know a gym straight, a gym straight, it's and, amazing. And Jordan Vandermade is. Athletic as hell. Yeah, but I don't know if he's a gym straight as much as a um, triathlete. You know, like former triathlete, um, number four in the country at tennis at one point. Just he's got like, a lot of. Um, what's up with that? When people just like pick up a sport and then they're like, "I'll oh, just see how far I can go with that." Oops, fourth. Oops, fourth in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and also, when people are so successful at sports and then end up doing other things, I'm like. What? I know, they're just like, yeah, I just thought I'd give that a crack. I'm like, God, you're good at shit. I would love to be number four at anything that I do once. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> Answer, number four at answering emails on time. <laughs> exactly. I would love that. Exactly. Can I ask about your plant-based diet? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of Has course. this just... I mean, you are having eggs every morning. Yeah, that's Which famously true, that's don't true, come true. from plants. That is not plant-based. <laughs> and I eat real butter. That's... Um, I mean, you're not eating meat. You're vegetarian. Well, but the... Food, the meal kit, we're getting a plant, plant-based meal kit, so, oh, which yeah. pretty much means all throughout the week, my lunches and dinners are you fully plant-based. bring your dinner into lunch the next morning. Yeah, my leftovers into lunch. One lunch a week, I'll have tuna and rice because we only get four meals. Okay, so you're entirely plant-based a week, apart from breakfast and one lunch a week and yeah. the weekends. And the weekends. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as I get the opportunity, I, I eat chicken. <laughs> No, but I still I, I appreciate And on quiz night, when we do the pub quiz, I get, I get a burger. And that's one's always. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would still say it's No, been it's a big still a shift. lot of plant meals. It's, been a, big shift it's a lot diet. of plant meals. Thank you. I mean, I think to be buying the plant based kit, mm. you know, is the gesture towards a plant based lifestyle. It is. How are you finding it? Um Be honest. Sometimes you hate it. Yeah, I get uh, specifically like the tofu meals, and I think it's that I just haven't figured out the you, best way to cook tofu, and I don't think the instructions are telling me. Like, I think there's a secret way to make it more crispy that I haven't. Corn cor- flour? Yeah, but I put the yeah, yeah, corn flour's going on, mm. and then often it's baked in the oven on these recipes. Sometimes Is it's this fried. Like a, 
What is this? A, this is a subscription box? Mm. Is it a New Zealand-based subscription box? Yeah, led by a, a celebrity. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, she doesn't own the business anymore, but she's on all the ads. Yeah. And she so works she, for them, but she sold the she company. Did she sell it? What a slay, eh? She's actually... Uh, Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week is Nadia Lim. <laughs> we said it. We said it. You were, it was on your minds. Yeah, you knew who we were talking about. For international listeners... <laughs> <laughs> Nadia's cool um, Yeah So okay that's interesting Yeah I find I'm never excited by a plant based meal Never excited for it I really like Some falafel based meal The falafel is really well cooked Falafel? Yeah falafel <laughs> Falafel I think when falafel's like really crispy It's, it's yeah. delicious And I What else do I like? I guess there'd be lots of veg going down. Yeah, heaps. And that's good. I'm thinking about a wonky box. Yeah, so tell me about a wonky box. Courtney buys wonky box. Here's the thing. I find the sort of like, here's your recipe, cut your little kumara into cubes, put it in the oven, you're having that, you know, like tomorrow, mm. next week as well. Like It just makes me, um, it doesn't spark joy. Like, I, it's just not how I like to eat. I'm yeah. more like, I'm so, um, like, Food is definitely an emotional thing for me. So I'll just be like, oh God, I need to eat a burger. Or like, yeah, I, I want to eat something like, huh, like, whoa, like that's going to make me go like, you like fresh. Um, and so I'm never like, I hate a prescriptive meal. Like it's like, it's Tuesday, you have to eat that. Yeah. But therefore I'm like, maybe the wonky box would work. I mean, I hate the name, but like. I think, if, it's, if, I think it's sweet. <laughs> I think it's sweet. And I think little, little wonky, like, yeah. Courtney at work the other day I was showing her mandarins from the wonky box and were they like all f- a little off but they still tasted fine you know I was like sweetie <laughs> they're all fucked up it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like sad isn't it like, yeah. these are, they're like I mean they are like that you know they are the queer community they should call them queer boxes the queer box can I get a queer box That's- I'm straight but I still want Jeez, one Jeez, that mandarin's a bit queer isn't it <laughs> um, but I like the idea of being like right what have we got in here and I'm gonna be like mm. I'm gonna use these yams these yams have been sitting here for ages. Yeah. I like it to be prescriptive as hell. I know that... If, prescriptive? Really prescriptive as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that I will make poor choices if left to my own devices. Mm. So having that person tell me exactly what I do. I love that. And I chuck the morning show on my laptop and I cook it up. Yeah, uh, that's uh, so good. good. Can I speak about a dream I, I've had recently? Yeah. And, this, and to share a dream is... Um, it's difficult to vulnerable. listen to one. I think to share yeah. one is fine, but to sort of... Have any sort of interest in this? Um, mm. It's almost I put it out there with listening to someone talk about a tattoo they want. Yeah, that is. Like, bad. I wouldn't get a tattoo, but if I did get one, I, I'm like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Then I think I'm getting a tattoo next week. By the way, are you tatted up? Got the one. Yeah, only yeah. the scribble piece. What are yeah. you gonna get? Mm, let's just say, is it a big piece? No, I think it'll be small. I actually don't know what design we're going with, but Treasure Island people mm. are getting them. Wow. Mm. Uh, Kool-Aid jug? No. A cake? A chocolate cake? <laughs> Kool-Aid jug. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to chocolate cake. There's some talk of a bean. I don't know if I want a bean. Um, or potentially... God, I don't know if I'm allowed to release this information. But um, you could, We could bleep it. Not that I don't think this podcast gets edited. No, it doesn't. No, Tim puts <laughs> a little things in. Oh, he does. He does. And sometimes we'll see me message saying, cracking up. Would never message me. Tim, yeah. can you message Chris right now and tell him whether or not you are cracking up? <laughs> it's like, I'm not. It's, it's Saturday morning. 
Um, we might also pick a Sagittarius based. I do you symbol. know what? I was watching it and I was like, well, they've got to get the Sagittarius symbols tattooed on them. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An amazing episode. That oh, last it episode all was went down because I feel like spoiler alert. Um, how dearest and beloved Eli goes home. This latest episode of Treasure Island, and it's. Ripping television. You kind of rolled your eyes when you said that. You said, our dearest and beloved Eli, and you kind rolled. of rolled your oh, eyes. It was me just sort of getting through. I mean, everyone knows, I guess. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I f- found we haven't had an episode of Treasure Island where we've seen an alliance and then the alliance has crumbled. Crumbled. And it was amazing. Like, it yeah. was just like. Because usually it's up to. Usually an alliance gets divided by someone being outside of it, kind of coming in. And, and I guess this is my thing with this show it's like, I, I'm definitely all rooting for my friends to do well. But beyond mm-hmm. that, I'm rooting for them more to make great television. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's the success of the show. It's like, if you make a great episode, I'm like, that's better than winning it in my eye. It's like Drag Race. You know, mm. it's like, if you can be the center of a great plot line, it's heaven. And l- this latest episode. I'm going to say, felt Shakespearean. <laughs> and that yeah. is high on it. Like, it was you and Laura, like, these sort of power players, like, looking down at James and Courtney being like, what are you going to do? I just, like, loved it. I was like, I, I, just, I, I couldn't take my eyes off the it. The flashback to me and Laura walking over to James and Courtney and trying to negotiate a deal, not knowing that they have already had a discussion where they're like, yeah. a, a minimal discussion would be like, it's all worked out how we wanted because we planned this. It, it, and this, like... um this market that is like, oh, the market is amazing because it's like the dinner in August Osage County or something. It's like, <laughs> it's where the, the things... The, Eat you, the cake, bitch. Yeah, like it all starts to like f- fall apart. Oh. And you what, like Laura's face is just telling this incredible story where like she's starting to realise but can't quite work out because we've seen this conversation with James and Courtney. Yeah. Why no one's like aligning with her to buy Uh, things. And then so her only hope is that you will align with her and you buy a chocolate the stupidest call possible. (laughs) No, but I also, you were like, Nothing happened last time. Nothing will happen this time. Well, that's it. Yeah. The previous time I hadn't, sp- I went away without spending any coins, and so I had, I got nothing. And then um, this time, the producers were like, "Buy some stuff to me and Tudia because we hadn't bought anything the last time." Yes. And so I was like, "Yeah, well, th- those things didn't really matter." Courtney and Jazz bought that scroll, but it was more trouble than it was worth. So I'll, um, I'll, I'll just buy the cake. <laughs> And it was so stupid. <laughs> and Laura knew, <laughs> Laura knew exactly what was going to happen. It's so bad. <laughs> it's amazing. I, well, I, um, but they would have won anyway. I know. Because there was more people teamed up. Against us. Against you too. And it just would have outlined it even more. Yeah. Which is amazing. So like in many ways, your, cake, your, your fate <laughs> was sealed with the cake. My fate was iced. You're, yeah, exactly. I reckon if it, because I think obviously it, Laura's kind of clocked on to them, and I think if it had been the other way around and I'd made it through, I might have just accepted that that was like, oh, you poor guys, you got that scroll and you had to do it. And then this last moment, we're caught, uh, who's going up to say who's up? Courtney. Courtney. And then you just say, I'll give you my scroll. Is yeah. that what you say? And yeah, it's yeah. like this last plea. <laughs> this last little plea. <laughs> Before the dagger is finally <laughs> placed. Driven. And it's just, I'm like, this is unbelievable. And you just know because everyone's like so mature and like gets mm. television that like everyone's going to be fine. But like you're also emotionally committed to the episode that yeah. it's like 
I think it's one of the all-time greatest episodes of Treasure Island of all time. Like, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I'm so glad. It's so good. That is the thing that I thought several times during the show. I was like, this is going to be great TV. Yeah. And the other time that I thought it was me playing the mercy card, and I was like, this is going to be a sick episode. Yes. Um, I'm glad I'm part of this. But ultimately, I then I went through a period as it came out of being like, I don't know if I'm glad I was part of it because <laughs> I got messages of people being like, you're bullying Blair Strang. And I was like, I'm not. I'm just He's blistering I'm just leaning into a rivalry Oh my god People take it so They take it so seriously And then they move Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds At Mint Mobile We like to do the opposite Of what Big Wireless does They charge you a lot We charge you a little So naturally When they announced They'd be raising their prices Due to inflation We decided to deflate our prices Due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I've I've kind of like psychoanalyzed why I think I ended up in the cult. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, have, I think I might know in, a bit of this insight, but share it, please. Here's with our I, international listeners. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so I was like useless at sports growing up, right? Really, uh-huh. really bad at sports. Never. Just, did your partner help this? you do this in a work? No, and I kind of shared, no. We were watching it together and I was like, here's what I think's happened. And he was like, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm actually off the clock. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to hear this right now. <laughs> Um, I think because I used to be so bad at sports and was like the worst person on the team several times in my life. Then Jordan was leading the team. First of all, very nice guy, <laughs> framed as a villain on the show. Affable. But he was like treating us like a sports team, like coaching us like we were a high performance sports team in a way that was kind of psychotic. But also what his background is. What his background is. And something that we're not not uncommon to seeing, like Barbara Kendall in her season. Exactly. And I, then I think for me, because he saw me as like an asset to the, like I knew, I knew that he would play the mercy card for me. I knew he wouldn't put me, like he was like, I was like, I'm right in here. I, I felt like a valued asset to the team. And because of that, I was like, I'll die for you. But I also did sum this up um, to my friends as, uh, yeah, a straight man can be nice to me once and I will die for them. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And I'm like, I think this is what is interesting about Treasure Island is it's a show, beyond a show about doing great things for charity, it's actually an examination on gay men doing well athletically. Mm, totally. Um, and, and it turns out all we needed... Was a, a stupid challenge that barely makes sense. <laughs> but it's like it's confronting for us because we're never kind of used to being like the head of the pack. And then mm. it's interesting how we deal with success in that sense. Like, because I was like, I was doing so well. It's my husband leaving the door. Bye, Michael. Bye, Michael. I um, you know, like I did well. I was starting to do well in my season, but wasn't seeing myself as a as overdog, a, yeah, as opposed yeah. to an underdog. And so keep treating myself like an underdog and it's like you need to take accountability to the fact that you're an overdog <laughs> you are an overdog <laughs> and like start playing like an overdog because that's where you are but it's so, I, like, we're so used to being in that underdog situation totally and it's like it was such a like watching it back i'm like you are obviously an overdog right now yeah yeah that's what i'm like oh wait eli take account of, take account of the physical challenges that you've had success on and it's- maddie mclean and Maddie McLean as well. Another great example of um, someone who's used to being in an underdog and was an underdog in his first season. Mm. And then starts playing like an overdog. Came back an overdog. God, 
be the overdog in your life. Oh hey? yeah. Um, can I tell you about the dream, please? And then we've like ticked it all off, hey. Yeah, we're all in a um in an Airbnb. Who's we? It's like me, you, oh, Sam's there, Michael's there, Brinley's there, Eddie's there. Honestly, to be kind of counted there, yeah, and be a part of that is amazing. Next door to us is Best Actress nominee at the New Zealand Television Awards, Antonia Preble. Because <laughs> she was in my dream last night. Yeah, this is why. <laughs> okay, and then here's the the crux of the dream is. Like an armed defenders squad <laughs> come to arrest Antonia Preble. Wow. And then we all watch. We're like packing up from dinner, like cleaning up the thing. And then she's going, do you know? And she would never do Antonia no. is the loveliest person in the world. But, <laughs> but if she was being arrested by armed defenders squad, who's to say? Who's to say? She was going, do you know who I am? Like that kind of. When I hear that, I'm like, she's saying that in a way to be like, because I'm a good person. Yeah, true, true. Not because of celebrity status. Yeah. Also, th- it must be said, this was not the real Antonia Preble. This was a person that looked and like someone her in, a in wig. my dream. <laughs> this was this is Jordan in a wig. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was my dream. I kind of ha- remembered more specifics about this and I was going to like tell you more about it because like, I'm sure Antonia said some more wild things in this dream, but we just all slowly watched Antonia Preble be arrested by like cops with guns. What I'm examining <laughs> in my body right now is like a, me questioning how to react to that. Yeah. Like, and I think this is the thing about hearing dreams. You're like, you know, you hear this situation mm. that hasn't happened. Yeah. Will never happen. No. And you're kind of a part of it. And so you just, you kind of, I'm just like <laughs> trying to work this out. Like I hear this information and then I go and I be like, I sort of feel it, like yeah. what it would be like to feel that. And I'm kind of like, whoa. And then it's like, it's not real. So I'm just like, oh. And then the ending of dreams, I think, aren't satisfying. I think that's what it is. No, The premise is interesting. Concludes. But the conclusion's like, and then I woke up. And you're like, oh. And even in science, right, there's dream interpretation doesn't really exist. So there's no answer to why you've dreamed anything ever. So it's just like, yeah. whatever. And so, yeah, it's like, I don't know what, I don't know what, I, I think being like a, good friend I want to like give someone back yeah the thing that they want from like what were you wanting from me <laughs> I just I guess what I <laughs> I guess the reason I would share that would to be was just to be like wouldn't it be crazy to that watch that Antonio people get arrested yeah so yeah you're right. never and get... you've and you've actually experienced that because you've dreamt that because I've dreamed it so I guess I should be like so you go um, yeah, and then yeah. I woke up so and then I woke up God, that would be so crazy to experience Antonia Preble being arrested like that. I know. She's such a good person. New Zealand royalty and, oh, and the nicest. How do you feel now? I'm just so relieved she's not in jail. Oh, I love that feeling when you're... <laughs> Is that good? Yeah, it was really nice. Very active. You really leaned in. I loved it. Thank you so much. Okay, now I'll tell you my um, least favourite thing to hear, which is people telling me about a tattoo that they're never going to get. Please. And then... I felt like you you should workshop how to respond to me on that. Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Okay. Um, not that I would ever get a tattoo. Uh-huh. Um, ooh, but if I did, I just couldn't commit to one. But if I did get one, I think what I would and get... And you're allowed to. I just yeah, say, yeah, I know. I just wouldn't want to... Body's a cat. Like, I think my... I just wouldn't want to do that to my body. But if I did get one, what I would get is... Um, like, a, I've got this very specific idea of a rose. Um, mm. Like, from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that you know, in the glass thing, and the petals are falling off. And I think I would get really small because I wouldn't want it to be like tiny. Yeah, and I just get it like on my like upper hip there. 
So it would just show when you're wearing kind of togs or a crop top. Well, it would be like under the tog line because I wouldn't want anyone to see it if I had togs on. So this theoretical tattoo that you want, you want in a place where no one would see it. Yeah, just only me in the shower. That's awesome. And if you want to get it, just go for it. Is that the correct response? Or do you think I should have been like, what is my, to be honest, here's my real life instinct. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> get it, you loser. Yeah, I'd be like, fucking get it. You've you only- actually want, you're saying you don't want it? You want it. Go out tomorrow, get it, and then deal with it. I think that is almost the correct response. Yeah. I think that's an amazing idea. You should get that. You know? I mean, I'm not going to say that about a tiny rose on your hip. <laughs> Someone listening being like, who has the Beauty and the Beast rose? God, that is the worst thing about tattoos in general and to ever speak about it. Like, it's one of those things where uh, to do a little bit of stand-up about tattoos, you know someone in the crowd is going to be like, oh, I've got that. Or I want it. Or that was on my list. A man showed me <laughs> the gig I was at last night, one of his tattoos, which said like, hashtag <laughs> live your truth. <laughs> it was like hashtag. hashtag live your truth. A guy in his forties showed me his hashtag live your truth or something like that. And I was like, it's crazy that you got that tattoo recently enough that it has a hashtag on the top. It's so insane as well because like the whole point of a hashtag is that it's a like online organizational to help tool so that you can streamline all the hashtags. Scroll, but you can't scroll through everyone else who's got a hashtag live your truth tattoo. Yeah, no, because it's on the body. Imagine if that was like. I guess if you're on Tinder or something and then you want to find a certain category of person, you click the hashtag, <laughs> hashtag. and then everyone who's got a tattoo comes up. But the hashtag's crazy because it's like having a tattoo of like um, C- uh, BCC. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's defunct. Like you, it's wouldn't, like a, you wouldn't get a tattoo of a BCC because the whole point of BCC is you can't see it. Well, that's the whole point of a hashtag is that you click it. Yeah. <laughs> A hashtag doesn't mean anything. No, yeah. But we think have hashtag is like it's like it's like putting quotes on a tattoo. But I guess that you're still attributing that sentence to, to someone, someone else. so that would still work. Yeah, that's. But the hashtag is truly a, like organizational online online tool. Yeah, it's like putting it's like putting HTTP colon forward slash Eli Madison elimination shock elimination. Do you have a fact of the gay? I did just look something up before. I asked that full well knowing that you um, have organised that. Yeah. For us, sort of last minute. And by organising it, I mean I... It was so quick. Googled this while you set the date on our podcast recording. Which I love to do now. Which I have to do every episode. Every time. And can I tell you, I've got the same thing and I've never once set the date. Every time you turn it on, you reset it. No, I've never had to set the date. It's never asked me to Something's set the date. Something's happened in the move. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's so crazy? Like sometimes when you move house, sometimes mm. it'd be like this. <laughs> sometimes when you move house, things will just like change forever. Yeah. Like that never, my, I never had a problem with the podcast recorder and I move house and suddenly now it As soon work. as it came through the store, it was like, I'm going to need the date. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Every time you turn me on, I'm going to need the date and time. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, can I just read the headline? And maybe Please. that'll be enough for us. Yeah, hell yeah. This is your Fact of the Gay headline of the week. This is from NBC News. Uh, uh, October 2020. March 2022. <laughs> okay. While straight men face, face educational crisis, gay men excel academically, study fines. Hmm. Lesbians, however, perform more poorly than straight women in a number of academic measures, according to a study published in the American Sociological Review. I don't believe that. I believe some of that. Mm. I believe 
that game in are good in high school because there's nothing they want more than the approval of their English teacher. And it's and it's the approval they know they can get, which they can't get from their friends. Exactly. Yeah. I believe I don't believe that lesbians perform bad academically because if I thought of like and this is I'm I'm throwing some cliches around here, mm. but these are positive cliches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I thought of like like a, like a what I think of like a scholar being. Mm. I think of like a very fashionable, cool lesbian. Yeah. Who's like got heaps of books. <laughs> yeah. Like Same. I think when I think of professors, I think of like cool queer with women. An, with an undercut. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't buy that. Because if I think of like yeah, just I mean, that's that's curious to me. Isn't this is, yeah, isn't that interesting? What I if wonder, that's high school or beyond study beyond. I think this might be university. Lesbians are some of the smartest people I know. I know, I know. So many smart... And so many kind of like all-rounders. Yeah, exactly. Good at sports, sociable, smart. Smart and progressive. Like, they're just like on the forefront of everything. Yeah, we actually love lesbians. (laughs) And it's taken us 115 episodes, but we want to... We check it, it's 330 episodes, (laughs) and we're like... Oh, my God. No, we check it, it's 12. (laughs) (laughs) What is time? And we look back at our clock, and it's... 2017 Because as soon as you brought your podcast device through these doors We, we went back, back in time. time Well, if it was 2017 If, if we'd be back in time mm-hmm. To July Oh no <laughs> What's the date today? October It's October <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting here thinking Six months more in the year So, so much more <laughs> no. I can achieve No, I was like Oh, we can pick July I was like, no, let's pick today mm. July the 20th mm. of October the 20th <laughs> It's October the 20th 2017 You've yeah. gone back in time But it's you right now mm-hmm. What do you do? <laughs> I wouldn't I, even know What was going on No neither I um, I fly to Wellington I storm into the beehive I run To Jacinda's office Which she's sort of Just getting used to <laughs> yeah. She's currently negotiating With Winston probably Yeah And I say There's a virus coming it is, it is the most defining chapter of our lives, isn't it? That's amazing. Yeah. And I say, trust your instincts. You're going to do such a good job. And then afterwards, just don't listen to anyone. So basically, People are going to lose their minds. So basically, you're telling her to do exactly, exactly what she, what she, she did. did. But that for her to believe in herself at the end of it. Yeah. Because she doesn't currently. And she's going to need you in 2017 to remind me. her. Yeah. I think I would say, yeah. I don't know. Like. I think I would yeah, explain how the outcome would happen for New Zealand mm. and see if anything would change with the great minds of um, the beehive. Yeah. To be like, it's inevitably going to come through. So what do we do? You will save 20,000 lives the way you did deal with it. Yeah. God, it's like a board game, isn't it? But you will. But it's real life. Yeah, it is. Pandemic. You heard it. Here first. Okay. We've, it's, it's long enough. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going to end like a dream. <laughs> it's long enough. But it's also 8 a.m., you know, like it's early morning. Are you going to see your trainer after this? No, it's Mondays and Wednesdays. It's Friday. It's public holiday tomorrow on Monday. Of course. Happy Labor Day, everyone. Ha- I'll be, I'll be working, late. but you enjoy your day off. Do you get a thing for Monday? If you oh, Surely I get lunch. Surely, surely I get lunch. get lunch. God, you really work a nine to five. It's incredible stuff. Only for a few more weeks. And then, baby... You're a free agent. I'm a free agent. Oh, summer's coming. Summer's coming. I can't wait. I actually cannot wait for summer. So, and it better be good. 
It will be good. And it better be good. Some is a, some is a set of a frame of mind. It's yeah. a mindset. God, dudes love to talk about mindset. <laughs> Straight guys will always talk about mindset. Yeah. Every- Do you know what a mindset is? Manifestation. Say that. Mindset is manifestation. And the guys will laugh at the girlies for talking about how they're manifesting. Yeah, the secret. But then they're literally like, it's all about your mindset. You've got to see yourself as the dominant one in the thing. I'm like, yeah. And that's, that's why I manifest- haven't masturbated for three months. Because <laughs> my mindset's so strong. <laughs> all right, let's end up. Okay, great. So uh, that's all done. Listen, I reckon you should listen to this episode 8 a.m. in the morning. I reckon to be, to be on the same page as us because we want to be really connected same buzz. with you. We've had like, we've, we're both thinking, could do another coffee. They that's know. where we're at. Yeah. So you, if you're at that kind of point in your life, a great time to listen to this episode. And also, wherever you're at in your life, good on you. Get that tattoo. Get it. Get it. Unless it's a Beauty and the Beast tattoo. That's the mail, guys. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.